0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of 4.30 in the morning. This is episode 3, it's your boy Ben, and I'll be riding solo today. If you haven't checked out episode 2, please go check that out. Uh, Pat dived into his 5 favorite scary movies in light of Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Or uh, I like to call it Spooky Day. Uh, on my calendar, on my refrigerator, I, I have it written in as Spooky Day. And glad I was able to tell you that. I will also be getting into my five favorite scary movies, but first I wanted to uh, talk about something pretty awesome. came across this article, it might be, let's see, a couple of days old. Yeah, it is a couple of days old, but this is an awesome story I wanted to share with you guys really quick. So, article from the Daily Wire, and this was probably all over the news, but in case you guys haven't heard, uh, Navy SEAL Team 6 rescued an uh, American hostage in West Africa and John Brown reporting from the Daily Wire says, Navy SEAL Team 6, famous for the raid against Osama bin Laden, rescued American citizen on Friday night who was taken hostage earlier this week in the western African nation of Niger. And yes, I looked that up. It is properly pronounced Niger since up until the 1960s, I believe, it was a part of France, I'm pretty sure. So, And the language in this country is still French. So... Philip Nathan Walton, 27, was kidnapped by seven men on motorcycles in Masalata, Niger, on October 26, according to two anonymous sources who spoke to ABC News. Walton was accosted by seven men who came up to him on his farm demanding money and was taken away when he offered them only 40 U.S. dollars, Nigerian officials said. Officials also clarified they did not believe the act was terror-related but they, worry, worried, they were worried about Walton might be sold by the armed Nigerian group to people associated with radical Islamics, as that often happens. They were all dead before they knew it, a counterterrorism source said. No U.S. military personnel were armed in the hopper- operation. And six of his seven kidnappers, who had demanded ransom from Walton's father, were killed in a precision mission in neighboring Nigeria, officials said, early on Saturday. And this led to a tweet by President Trump. Last night, our country's brave warriors rescued an American hostage in Nigeria. Our nation salutes the courageous soldiers behind the daring nighttime rescue operation and celebrates the safe return of yet another American citizen. This is a great story. Um, A U.S. citizen got saved, and the badasses of the badasses of the U.S. military got it done. Once again, we'd like to thank all of our military personnel here in this great country and uh, given the ultimate sacrifice to uh, keep our freedom. And thank you to all the veterans out there. So, all right, let's dive into my five favorite scary movies. So, well, this this was actually pretty difficult for me because I don't really think scary movies are very scary. Uh, I actually find them kind of funny. And really, it really depends... When you're watching a scary movie, it, it actually really depends on the setting in which you are watching these movies. And uh, we'll get more into that later. But let's start off with number five. Number five, I put Jaws. Now, you guys are probably all thinking Jaws. It's not really a scary movie. But I'm telling you right now, anyone who has seen Jaws does not get into the ocean the same after they've seen it. Before you get in the ocean... You're fine. You don't really care. But you watch Jaws, you're thinking twice. I'm telling you. You're thinking twice. And uh, director, obviously, a legend, Steven Spielberg, starring Roy Snyder. Um, basically, just a really quick plot for those who haven't seen this. Oh, and also, there are probably going to be some spoilers with these movies. Uh, a quick, easy plot from IMDb. When a young woman is killed on the ocean, chief police Martin Brody, who is uh, played by Roy Schneider, believes it was the work of a shark, but Mayor Larry Vaughn refuses to close the beaches, which leads up to several deaths. With the help of archaeologist Matt Hooper and Captain Quint, Brody attempts to hunt down the shark. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty awesome movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 98%. Eh, I don't know if I'd go that high. Rotten Tomatoes... Uh, the critics don't really matter when it comes to picking movies. Really, it's your personal preference. But you know, I I, I like to include you know critics' opinions as well. IMDb gives it eight out of ten. I don't even know. Maybe I'd say seven. I, I I've seen a lot better movies, but uh, Jaws definitely um, can make you think twice about getting in the ocean. All right. Number four, The Sixth Sense. This isn't just one of my favorite scary movies. This is one of my favorite movies uh it's pretty nice seeing bruce willis in a movie where he's not beating the, the shit out of somebody but um director is m night Shyamalan. i think that's how you say it correct me if i'm wrong but uh imdb gives it a 8.1 out of 10 uh, rotten tomatoes 86 you know what i i kind of like that i think that's a i think that's a decent i think that's a decent uh, rating to give it uh bruce willis pray plays um dr Malcolm Crow and Haley Joel Osment plays Cole, and uh, I'll tell you what this movie is an absolute classic. Absolutely love it. So, child psychiatrist Malcolm Crow is confronted one night by his former patient Vincent Gray, who he failed to help. After Vincent shoots Crow and shoots Crow in the stomach and kills himself, Crow can't stop thinking about it. A few months later, he is hired to help a troubled boy named Cole Sear who has many of the same problems Vincent had. Crow sees a chance to redeem himself, but doubts his ability to reach the boy, particularly when Crow, Cole, claims to see ghosts who don't know they're dead. And uh, this movie has an amazing twist at the end. I recommend everybody to see this movie, especially around Halloween time. And, you know, it has one of the famous, most famous movie quotes of all time. I see dead people. Always put chills on your spine when you hear that. So, yeah, The Sixth Sense, classic, one of my favorites. I recommend it to everybody. Number three, Silence of the Lambs. Now, this movie, it's not really scary, but I'll tell you what, it is creepy. A really creepy movie um, full of, this is a 1991 film, uh, director Jonathan Demi Two just legends in this movie, Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins. Jodie Foster uh, plays Agent Claris. Uh, She's a top student at FBI Trading Academy. And obviously we all know Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins, who is a psychiatrist but also a psychopath who is in prison for cannibalism and murder. And a quick plot of this movie, uh, perplexed by a string of grisly murders, Executed by the elusive mass killer named Buffalo Bill, the vulnerable, untrained FBI trainee Claire Starling is assigned by the Special Agent Jack Crawford to assist in the manhunt. Hoping to attain a clearer perception of the psychopathic serial killer's operation, the young investigator reluctantly accepts the help of another hideous monster, the brilliant psychiatrist and cannibalistic mass murderer Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Now, with every visit to the manipulative to the manipulative doctor's heavy reinforced prison cell, Clarice delves just a little bit deeper into the dark mind of a homicidal maniac. However, how far is she willing to unearth pure evil? I'll tell you what she does. Hannibal Lecter is just an insane, insane character. An insane character. This guy, I mean, he literally just eats people's faces. It is absolutely insane, and uh, a great movie. Uh, honestly, I guess this—I guess you could say this movie is kind of scary. I would say, and uh, you don't get much better than Anthony Hopkins. He's a phenomenal actor, and uh, yeah, this is this is a great movie. Perfect, perfect movie for Halloween. Perfect movie for Halloween. Number two, The Shining. I don't know how anybody cannot include The Shining into any scary movie. Uh, 1980 film, uh, director Stanley Kubrick. And this is a Stephen King story. Uh, Stephen King is uh, is also a legend. Um, so Jack Torrance is played by Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, can't say enough about the guy. Uh, phenomenal actor. And uh, IMDb. IMDb gives this 8.4 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, 84%. Honestly, I would like to see this a little bit higher. I think, I think that rating is a little low in my opinion, but a quick uh, plot of The Shining. So, haunted by a persistent writer's block, the aspiring author and recovering alcoholic Jack Torrance drags his wife Wendy and his gifted son Danny up snow-capped Colorado secluded Overlook Hotel after taking up a job as an off-season caretaker. As the hotel shuts down for the season, the manager gives Jack a grand tour, and the facility chef, aging Mr. Holleran, has a fascinating chat with Danny about a rare psychic gift called The Shining, making sure to warn him about the hotel's abandoned rooms and, in particular, the off-limits room 237. However, instead of overcoming the dismal, creative rut, little by little, Jack starts losing his mind, trapped in an unforgiving environment of seemingly endless snowstorms in a gargantuan silent prison riddled with strange occurrences and eerie visions. Now the voices inside Jack's head demand sacrifice. Is Jack capable of murder? You gotta see the movie to, uh, to find out. And uh, this movie is absolutely phenomenal. This is in my top 10 favorite movies for sure. IMDb gives this 8.4 up. And now I sound like a broken record. But yeah, this movie is fantastic. Uh, Wendy is played by Shelley Duvall and Danny is played by Danny Lloyd and everybody in this movie does a phenomenal job and also um I'll tell you what we got a little taste of uh what Jack went through in that hotel all isolated while we have been uh locked down in our homes while we were locked down in our homes for a very long time due to this uh COVID uh pandemic so uh we feel, uh, well, we feel for you, Jack. We feel for you. We understand uh, why you took an axe and uh, broke down the bathroom door to uh, try and kill your wife. We get it. We understand. And uh, we sympathize completely. And moving on to number one. I do not think this movie is the best out of all these movies. But it is certainly the scariest that I have seen. Is Insidious number one. Insidious... I actually thought this was an actual scary movie. You know, I never... And like I said, it's really hard to scare me. All the pop-up films and shit coming out at you real quick, unexpectedly. It doesn't usually really get me. But this movie was pretty creepy. The critics didn't really think it was that good. Uh, 6.8 out of 10 from IMDb. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it 66%. You know, you got to give it at least 70. 66 is a little... A little low. Uh, director uh, James Wan, uh, Patrick Wilson plays Josh Lambert, and Rose Byrne plays uh, Renee Lambert, and Ty Simpkins plays Dalton Lambert. And they have another son as well, I believe. But a quick, quick plot. Just settling down in their new home, parents Josh and Renee Lambert and their two sons, Dalton and Foster, experience terror when the eldest son falls off of a ladder, hits his head, and slips into a coma. After reviewing with the doctors and finding out their son has no head trauma, the two parents have absolutely no idea what has happened to their son. After horrible, indecipherable events start to take place, the two take help of Elise Rayner, a paranormal investigator who brings the family sinister and horrifying news about their boy that makes a coma the least of their problems. And I, I, It's been a long time since I've seen this movie, uh, but I believe that the son gets... Uh, possessed if I remember correctly and earlier in the show I talked about the setting of these when you're watching scary movies and this movie sticks out to me so much because when I was watching this movie I was home alone and it was dark it was late and I didn't really have a big room at my parents house and so the TV was big and it was just a really creepy setting and anything I heard downstairs, I would pause that movie, <laughs> right in the middle of it, I'd go down there, you know, with a bat, grab a knife, look around, uh, not, not, not that far, but, you know, it's all about the setting, all about the setting when you're watching scary movies, especially when you're watching them alone, I'll tell you, Insidious is a very creepy movie, um, but I thought the acting was uh, pretty good, I thought the acting was good in this movie, and usually, And if you guys noticed, the the movies that I picked, um, all of them have really good acting. You know, a a lot of scary movies that you see, like kind of like those B-scary movies on Netflix or whatever, um, the acting is just absolutely terrible. And they're really funny, actually. But every one of these movies that I put down here uh, have really good acting. And and that's really what made them really good for me. Some honorable mentions. Um, Get Out. Ugh, get out was such a good movie and insanely creepy uh honestly i feel like experiments with brains like that has actually happened i'm not going to get too much into the honorable mentions but you should definitely go see get out uh, another honorable mention is sinister sinister just like insidious was really scary it was it was scary to me but uh It's not, it wasn't one of my favorite movies. I didn't think the acting was as good. But the plot is there with Sinister, and it is quite frightening. It's up there with Insidious as far as scary, I would say. And uh, the last honorable mention for me is um, The Exorcist. I'll tell you what, The Exorcist is a classic. um, Pretty scary, but (laughs) the special effects of, of that movie just it makes me laugh and the the look on the demented face of the little girl when she's being possessed is just absolutely hilarious and every time I think of the exorcist I think of the movie this is the end and where uh Jonah Hill is raped by a demon and he turns into the demon obviously and uh (laughs) Jay Baruchel and uh, James Franco, Craig Robinson, they go up there and he's got two spatulas like taped together to look like a cross. And Jay has a Bible and uh, he's like, the power of Christ compels you, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> and it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. This is the end. That is, that's a good movie too. If you, if you guys are in a comedy and um, this is the end is uh, a funny movie, but that concludes my episode of 4:30 in the morning. Uh, I appreciate you guys all tuning in and, uh, let us know on our Twitter page. Um, I, I'm going to confess. I don't remember the name of our Twitter, Twitter page. Uh, I'm sure Pat has said it probably the six times in his episode, like the first episode, but, um, yeah, let us know what your guys' favorite scary movies are on our Twitter page. And, uh, Thanks again for tuning in. Again, if you haven't checked out Pat's episode, you should definitely remember to go back and check that out. But that concludes this episode, so thank you guys very much for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. This is your man, Ben. Peace out.